It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1799. Remain Calm by Tynan of Tynan.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Friday and welcome back to Optimal Living Daily or the OLD podcast where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from, mostly covering personal development and minimalism on this show. But for now, let's get right to another post and start optimizing your life. Remain Calm by Tynan of Tynan.com. Two friends and I went out scuba diving against the recommendation of the local dive master. This was a very stupid idea, and I knew it going in, but was frustrated that the conditions weren't good and really wanted my friends to get to scuba before they left, so we went out. The main issue was the waves crashing against the lava rocks on the shore. We noticed, though, that they came in sets and figured we could get in safely if we just waited for a lull. Once we got out there, it'd be fine. No one really thought much about getting back in. I went first, as I had been to this site several times. I timed the waves well and got in quite easily. I swam out a few dozen feet away from the rocks and waited for my friends. They dropped in with no problems as well, and we went under. The turbulence of the six to 10 foot high waves had churned the bottom up so much that visibility was next to nothing. We were only a few feet away from each other at the surface, but couldn't find each other underwater at first. I found one friend and had him wait so that I could find the other friend. Once reunited, we swam around a little bit, but the dive was pointless. Other than a turtle or two, you couldn't see anything. We decided to scrap the dive and went back to the surface. We bobbed up and down in the waves and realized two things very quickly. The first was that we weren't exactly sure where we were supposed to swim towards to get out. We knew the general area, but couldn't see the narrow passageway that led to the small cove where it was easy to climb in and out. At any given time, there was a tall wave obscuring our view. The second thing we realized is that there was a riptide pushing us away from the area to which we needed to swim. At maximum kicking speed, we barely made progress against the ocean floor. What we hadn't noticed yet was that there was also a strong current pushing us sideways. We flipped onto our backs, took off our masks and snorkels, and kicked towards shore. Once we got closer, we hoped we could see exactly where we needed to go. The strong rip current coupled with the side current meant that we were mostly going sideways though and were aimed directly at a large lava rock shelf that was just a foot or so under the surface. I didn't realize what was happening until it already happened. We got beached on the sharp lava rocks and began to get pummeled with huge waves that were taller than us. My tank banged on a rock and broke the regulator, free-flowing my air everywhere. I struggled to put on my mask and use my snorkel as the waves hit my face. This was not a good situation. 
People on shore had gathered and were watching us doing the universal signal for okay. We tried to do it back, even though we weren't really okay, but were slipping around too much. Every time we tried to sit up on the rocks, another wave would push us down. I wasn't particularly worried that we would die. People could see us. We had inflated BC vests and we weren't that far from shore. I was going to get injured, I assumed, and I might lose or damage some of my equipment, a reasonable price to pay for my stupidity. None of us are particularly advanced scuba divers, but we all remained calm. Despite the waves pounding, we slowly and methodically took actions to get ourselves out of our situation. Between waves, we made progress towards the backside of the rocks until we finally made it back to the ocean. We checked and we were all scraped up, but otherwise okay. We regrouped, and turned ourselves against the sideways current. A guy on the shore realized we didn't know where to go and stood at the right spot with his hands high in the air. We took deep breaths, paddled against the rip current, and slowly made our way back. We got out without incident. I learned several things from the experience. First, always listen to the dive master because otherwise you might get smashed on rocks. Second, always leave your mask and snorkel on until you're out. And third, always remain calm and only get into stressful situations with others who can do the same. I thought about what I would have done if someone was out there with us who was freaking out, and I still don't have answers. I don't see how I could have safely moved someone away from the rocks and out of the water if they were flailing and panicking. Once we got into a bad situation, we got out as quickly and painlessly as possible, and it was entirely because we were able to remain calm. In that moment, the ability to be calm was more important than any specific skill. I'm not sure exactly how you train to be calm, maybe some meditation, maybe putting yourself into stressful situations where the stakes are low. Part of it seems to be acceptance. No point in freaking out about a situation that you're in, it won't change the fact that you're in it. Part of it is having faith in oneself. I didn't know how, but I knew I would somehow get myself out of the situation. My favorite skills are general ones that apply to a lot of different fields. Learn once and all of a sudden you level up in a variety of areas. Always being calm has helped me out of a lot of sticky situations. This one, being stuck in a cave, being stuck in a boat with a dead motor, getting onto a moving freight train with no exit plan, etc. As well as normal everyday life and confrontations. Being calm is certainly something worth working towards, especially if you might someday get stuck on lava rocks in the ocean after making a poor decision. You just listened to the post titled Remain Calm by Tynan of Tynan.com. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He knows this was a bad idea. He has a little note on that in the outro. It says, 
Many people will wanna tell me that it was dumb for me to scuba dive in this situation. That is 100% correct. I've changed how I approach scuba diving and I have actively read books and articles on how to be a safer scuba diver. I'm also integrating more emergency practice into my dives. So yeah, he learned his lesson, but other lessons too, like being calm. I read an article from Mark Manson yesterday that kind of relates. And then the one before that, back in episodes 1753 and 1754, talked about Navy SEAL training, where they'd get dumped into a nine-foot deep pool with their hands behind their backs and tied their feet together. It was horrifying. It truly sounds like a nightmare. But the lesson was that the only way to survive that situation is to remain calm. Again, you can listen back to episodes 1753 to understand how that works. But anyway, it kind of reminded me of that and how staying calm will almost always produce better results than if you hadn't stayed calm. I'm kind of a calm person naturally, and I found in life experience that the only downside is if you remain too calm in a situation where you should be crying out for attention and where getting someone else involved would help the situation, that could be a problem, but that might be more of a shyness thing than a calm thing. But that combo of being too shy to ask for help and being calm can be a bit problematic. That's the only caveat I would add to this, but I really think that's more rare. What's more common is overreaction, knee-jerk reactions, not staying calm, things like that, that often gets us into trouble before we even realize what's happening. So luckily, Tynan made it out okay. And hope you remain calm this weekend. Hope it's off to a great start. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. And I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits.